Social media can be a beautiful thing. It connects you with friends, family, or people you went to school with. It allows you to see a part of a person's life that in most circumstances, unless you are a part of their inner circle, you wouldn't have access to. On the other side, social media is a big fantasy land and can allow people to create their own narrative and look a certain way when in reality it's only a perception. For example, it's reasonable to believe since you have, let's say, 3K plus friends on Instagram and you have a product you want to push or online business you would like to start, that you have enough people that follow you that will be willing to support. You put up a post about it and everybody is excited for you saying congrats, well done, great idea, uh, along with other good term, good statements. And along, let's say, with 400 plus likes or 500 plus likes on that, you know, you think you're set. You think enough you have enough of a following to actually, you know, be reasonable enough to where, OK, I'll be OK if I start this venture. And then you assume that all the love you receive will turn into support sales or wherever is needed to verify starting that particular business. Then when you get things set up and you let everyone know when and where they can go support you. You find out that a lot of that love was meant for the post, not the actual substance of it. People were gun ho about the narrative of what you were saying, but fell short when it came to actually putting action behind those well wishes, those suggestions, or those promises. It created somewhat of a fantasy land in our mind. This is where I believe we get too comfortable saying the right thing and not concern ourselves with combining our words with action. Someone passes in your family, and I know I went through this personally, and you post on social media, you know, you're very likely to get a lot of condolences, prayers, uh, comments. But think about this. How many of those people actually do pray for you that put those comments up there? Perception-wise, you have a lot of people that have compassion for you and a lot of prayers, but in reality, it's mostly for show. Me personally, whenever I say anything like that or a post of uh, one of my homeboys, uh, moms just passed and, you know, sit my get them, them prayer hands out and condolences and prayers to the family. Like I make sure either I do it right before I make that comment or almost immediately after I do that, you know, because I want my words to coordinate with my actions. When my dad passed last summer, uh, I had a lot of people reach um reach out to me. um after I put up a post and did all this and, you know, but it was, was a, a certain amount of people that actually showed up, you know, to the wake and, you know, that I didn't know exactly they were coming. And, uh, my homeboy Cornelius flew all the way, you know, from uh, Virginia, you know, to, to, to be down here to support that, you know, he hit me up on the phone call and was talking, you know, through it with me. We were both crying on the phone and stuff. And that was, in my mind, that was good. And that was good for me just to to have that rapport with him for him to feel, you know, some of the same stuff that I felt. But him actually putting action behind that and his sincerity, you know what I'm saying, was was 100 because he actually did something tangible to show that he supported. You know what I'm saying? And other people, they they hit me up through DM. You know, it just wasn't you know, just a comment, but they were actually hitting me up privately to see if I'm okay, to see how everything is going. If we have a friend that's in need, that's going through any type of situation, anxiety or depression, yes, 
We should be able to talk through it with them, but that's only to a certain extent. But how about trying to help relieve some of that stress by doing a tangible action? They may need to get out the house. They may need to get a drink of wine or, you know, or whatever else may, you know, they may need to go to Dave and Buster just to play some games or do something. You know, I'm sure they would probably appreciate any gesture that shows that you actually care rather than just saying it. If someone is a single mom and you know she has three plus kids and not much help around her, why not get together a couple friends and offer to take care to take the kids off her hand for a few hours on occasions rather than just talking her through this and you got this and, you know, making her smile and laugh and stuff. And that's that's okay. But if you can actually tangibly do something about it to show that your words are sincere, you know, we should try to do that on, you know, as many occasions as possible. In James 2, uh, 14 through 19 in the uh, NLT, the New Living Translation says, what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions. Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing and you say goodbye and have a good day. Stay warm and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds. It is dead and useless. Now, some someone may argue some people have faith. Others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith for you believe that there is one God good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in terror. And see, and this is, you know, this brings home what I was just saying. Like, it's OK to to say to somebody, OK, um, I know you're getting evicted. You know, you know, I wish you well, man. I, I, I'll pray for you, you know, but then it's another thing if you're able and given that situation, you're able to help them out or give them something. You may not can give them the whole whatever their rent is, twelve hundred. But you like you're solid. I'm sincere enough here. Here's 50. You know what I'm saying? That should go, you know, go toward that. Or here's 50. Um, Go get you and your family, you know, to the store. Go get something to eat or something. Those actions, you know, were coordinated with my words of sincerity of being, you know, hey, I'm sorry you're going through this, bro. Uh, I keep you in mind. Um, Pray for you. If you need anything, help me. I'll, you know, help you. Or without, you know, even saying, you know, if you need anything, if you know that particular situation, you can give whatever, you know, is needed during that time. And a lot of times it doesn't have to be anything monetary. It can just be something about time, putting your time in, you know, seeing the actual uh, tangible effort within that. And, and I do believe that this has something to do with uh, Matthew 12 and 36. And that says, and I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak, the words you you will say will either quit or condemn you. And like, I believe in, in this idle work and this idle talk in this social media age that we're living in, you know, we'll say certain things. We'll say all the right things or we'll do this and, you know, let me know. I'll hit you back and, you know, and all these words. But there's no sincerity behind it because there is no tangible action or good deed that coordinates with what we're saying. 
And so we'll be judged, you know, accordingly for all our idle words. And an idle word is just anything that's extra talk, you know, rhetoric, those those type of words that we say them. But in reality, we're not bagging those up with actions like the late great comedian John Witherspoon play on word. We got to be able to coordinate. We got to be able to coordinate our words with our actions. Think about it.